Welcome to Suddenly I Realized, the podcast that sees two hardcore fans reluctantly reassess their obsession with sex in the city. We can't help but wonder, has Carrie Bradshaw finally fallen off her Manolos and her pedestal? Have we lost the will to carry on? I'm Mary Fogarty. And I'm Vanessa Kyo. Welcome to Suddenly I Realised. Here we are again, Vanessa. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You felt the animals. Did you have a nice Christmas, Mary? It was quiet. It's quiet, quiet, yeah. Went by very quickly, yeah. <laughs> too quick, too quick. Um, are you doing dry January? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, so where are How we? How amused you are. <laughs> Your gas. Anyway, so we're nice. on to episode nine. We are. The turtle and the hare. Turtle Which one are you, Mary? Hare. Are you? I don't know. I think I have the speed of the turtle. And the attitude of the hair. <laughs> Slow and deluded. <laughs> anyway, and I'll fast let you... and wily. Yes. I'll let you introduce this now. So we open our episode with Carrie and voiceover introducing us to Brooke, an interior designer who only dated A-list guys. I love the way she keeps mentioning all these people that we never meet again. Never see this woman again in our lives. Although, if Mm. you check out Who's That Girl starring Madonna (laughs) and Gremlins 2, the new batch, you will find the actress who plays Brooke. I knew I recognised her. There she is. Yeah. You're good at this. I know. You always know. I always know. And then I just Google if I don't know. Or IMDb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Grandma's a new batch, not a patch on the first batch, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, she only dates A-list guys, which you think are like, you know, Hollywood um, celebrities, gorgeous men with loads of money, but they're just men with loads of money. They're just, yeah, financiers. Who are not gorgeous. Why can't businessmen be gorgeous? I'm sure some are. And they're not. Who? (laughs) I need a name, a name. Uh, Send Michael, the fucking Rella. Michael Dell is quite handsome. Who's Michael Dell? The Leonard founder Dell. of Dell. Can I Google? Yeah. I was supposed to put my phone on silent or airplane mode, but I didn't. So I'm going to actually take the liberty of Googling Michael Dell. New Michael year, Dell, year. if you're listening, please subscribe to Patreon.com. Yeah, and Michael Dell, if you were going to subscribe, I expect a larger sum from you because... Oh, he's a Pisces. You're a wealthy man. Okay, Mary, we'll just, we'll just, in case you don't subscribe, we'll just move on. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, why, why can't they ever be just gorgeous? Why can't men ever be gorgeous and rich? Hmm. If they're because not like superstar actors. The gorgeous guys might get too carried away with girls when they're in high school, if you're in the United States of America. And... They don't study. They're yeah. just sticking it in, hmm. whipping it out. And that's all fine. Not if you're a woman. Them. You see, as a woman, you have to be everything. Hmm. Can you have it all? You can, but it's just very fucking hard. <gasps> that's Throw- another yeah. story. <laughs> Little hint, hint. Spoiler. Miranda line. It's in the trailer, I think. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. Um... So Brooke, we see, is dating a series of guys. I think she's getting out of a series of limos, isn't she? Yeah. 
And then, though, she gets married to a fella who is boring. So Brooke has described this man as more boring than exposed brick. Well, and now she's married to him. Well, you'd marry him too if you had an average $100,000 wedding. Dropping a hundred grand on a wedding is very frivolous, I would say, even if you are wealthy. But like, that's nothing. That's like, that's like a fiver. What about spend 20 grand on the wedding? But no one spends 20 grand on a wedding. Do they not? Not that we know. And give 80 (laughs) grand. I mean, if you're wealthy, uh, 20 grand on the wedding and give 80 grand to charity. Dogs Trust. Dogs Trust. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're not going to. Anyway, the wedding looks crap. It looks very boring, very sterile. Yeah. It's like some sort of laboratory where they're experimenting on monkeys. (laughs) Um, And the poor monkeys are Charlotte, Miranda, Carrie and Samantha, who are like the witches of Eastwick. Um, That's how they describe themselves. And they do. They just look like they're dressed up for a school play. They all have mad hair for some reason. I think they're all in black and they have mad hair and I think this was for a photo shoot for actual Sex and the City the oh. promo because I've seen these outfits like in stills. So they were like we'll use these for the we'll just use these. the wedding as well. We'll be thrifty. Uh, Sam at least seems to be having a fairly good time. She'd make the best of any situation really. Absolutely. Carrie mentions that they have two singles tables um, most weddings I'm at only have the one. It's for the undateables, the degenerates, the misfits. Mm. Um, we've all sat at this table. We Mary. have. And it's, you know, <laughs> full of children, overgrown children and geriatrics. And then the girls. I don't know why they're at that table. I don't know why. No. Because they do mention this other table, which is full of single people who are going to become couples. Like, or who are just fabulous. Yeah, for fabulous four guys. Yeah, and they don't let these girls sit Why the would table. they be at the shit table? I'd say movers is, and shakers. I'd say Brooke is jealous of Samantha. Oh, yeah. She's one of those. Samantha's having none of it anyway. And now we meet Bernie Turtletaub. I like Bernie. I like Bernie. Bernie is, um, Carrie describes him as a Manhattan legend known for two things, good investments and bad breath. If you tell, if you say that someone has bad breath, that's it. That's going to be on their gravestone. They're never mm. going to live it down. It's mm. the crudest thing you can say. Poor Bernie. That and you're boring. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Two points ski back on He's a really nice person. Yeah. He's just another skipper. He's just another Harry. He is. He's just another Steve. Oh, for God's sake, yeah. But they've said he has bad breath. Yeah. And they call him the turtle. Because his name is Turtle Type. Mm-hmm. Again, Carrie using her literary skills. And he fancies Samantha, obviously, because he has eyes. And bad um, breath. And there's a nice granny at their table. I don't know why she's at the shit table either. Because she's old. Maybe it's she's a great table. Because there's a lovely granny and the gals. Yeah, but there's also a kind of a weird uh, boy-child man. <laughs> with a little kind of half-tosh. Um, that's flirting with Charlotte. Yeah. And who's flirting with um, Miranda, the granny? Yeah. And mm. then Bernie wants to be with Samantha, but then she legs it. She sure does. And then he's left to talk to Carrie, because obviously Carrie knows everybody. And Carrie's really rude to Bernie. Like, and she keeps like making it so obvious that he's bad breath. Like, she's yeah. holding her nose, then she puts her nose into a rose. And she's like, ugh. 
and Bernie's into Samantha and he says, your friend is gorgeous. What do I have to do to get to know her better? Uh, Carrie basically ignores him. At the whole wedding scene, generally it's very long and shite. Um, but it sort of finishes up with Brooke telling Carrie, it's always better to marry someone who loves you more than you love them. Yes, but I love the way that Brooke, I like Brooke because as each girl comes forward to give, you know, the customary hug, I'm so happy for you. She tells like Mm. Charlotte, okay, it's going to be your turn next. And then I can't remember what she says to Miranda. I have my notes here, but they're all backwards. Um, I think she says to Miranda, oh my God, can you believe I finally did it? Like, you know, it was a big deal, but you know, I've, I've conquered Mount Everest and I've it, it, she's kind of apologising to Miranda hmm. um, but what she says to Carrie now this strikes a chord with me because my granny said that to me it's always better to marry someone who loves you more than you love them that's true wise Brooke very wise but she also probably knows that this will make its way into a certain column mm-hmm. so she's given Carrie a little topic for the week Carrie's not really happy because uh, while she should be thrilled that she has her topic for the week it obviously hits a little <laughs> she's nerve she's no ideas of her own doesn't she <laughs> no. hits a nerve because she knows well Big is on the fence he's off the fence he's on the other side of the field <laughs> um, he's so far fucking away and she's chasing after him. Basically, that's what she's doing. Yeah. I mean, she's handed herself on the plate. Mm. He's taken what he wants and he's not given her what she wants back. No. And Carrie has never, well, she's never struck me as the marrying kind. Mm. But now because someone said, it's kind of planted the seeds and she's kind of thinking, oh shit, does Big more, love me more than I love him? And obviously, no, no. he doesn't because he loves himself the most. Do you like weddings, Mary? I enjoy a good wedding. Uh, I do find them a bit long because, uh, well, an Irish wedding sort of starts before the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Might have a little gathering amongst friends. And then there's the mass, which could be an hour. If they're religious. Yeah. And if not, then they do some sort of like pagan shite that you have to endure. Dance naked. Yeah, that sort of maple. fucking shite because they're being alternative. Um. And then after the ceremony, there's a drinks reception. And then you might get a canapé. You might get a glass of Prosecco, which is nice. It's always nice. Uh, I think they all and blend the dinner into then one. Is, they do. The dinner then is hours away. And you're locked by the time yeah. you pick up a knife and fork. Yeah. Have your roast beef. I'll stop. Sorry. Stop. Your vegetables and mashed potatoes. And yeah, it's long. You know, but if, it, if there's a good band... And it's obviously nice to celebrate with your, your friends if they're is trying it? the nut. <laughs> it's not you. Is it nice? Yeah. Do you care? You might have a little weep at the speeches because you're drunk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the emotions come out then. If it's all about you, is anything worthwhile? All right, Carrie. <laughs> Just saying. Suddenly she morphed into <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> so bitter. Anyway... <laughs> So yeah, that's her new, uh, that's the topic of her monthly column. Yeah. That she gets paid 20 grand for. It's a monthly. I have no idea. I don't really care anymore. I don't know the Uh, New year, new me, I don't care. 
Anyway, I'm going to go through this episode like Annabelle Chong in a sea full of Mickeys. <laughs> of copper face jacks. Anyway. Sounds um, like fun. I know. Well, not for Annabelle Chong. Not for anyone in coppers. It's not fun for anybody in coppers? I don't know, Mary. But I'm just going to go through this. This episode left me fucking cold. It did it. It did. Hmm. Good. <laughs> I don't know I, what to say to that. I thought this I just, episode was just so... Yeah, it was a bit... Ugh. Who cares? Is it because we're watching the other series? It could be. And it, maybe it all seems meaningless now. Everything seems meaningless. It's null and mm. bloody void. But anyway, look, don't we have that. to... No, it's not. Because yeah. you have to listen. Because we still have opinions. And we're going to share them. We are. So we cut to Carrie's apartment uh, after the wedding, I think, and middle of the night, of course. What would Carrie Bradshaw do when he start ringing people? And she rings big. I know we all did this back in the day. Like, you rang people up at, like, three o'clock in the morning. Did you? I did, yeah. Are you coming out? (laughs) (laughs) You up? (laughs) You up? New phone, who dis? But, um... But she does that when she's sober mm. and the person she's ringing, she knows is sober. There's no hope of him. He's he's either going to ignore you or he's in bed with somebody else. But he answers the phone. I still think there was someone in the shower. I think, uh, or under the covers. Under the covers, yeah. under the bed. What time did they come home from the wedding at? Like, again. An I don't Irish, know, Mary. I wasn't there winding the clock. An like, Irish wedding. You're staying in the hotel and you, you go to the residence bar. And you stay up until the sun comes up. I know. But then you go to bed for an hour and then you get up and drive home. <laughs> I know. They just, they just, they're a different breed. Mm-hmm. Different breed. No, that's an Irish wedding when I was in my 20s. God knows now I'd probably be. No, I'd be the same. Go home at sundown. Yeah, absolutely. Shit-faced. Um, <laughs> so, uh, she rings big, who probably has. Someone in the shower, under the bed, mm-hmm. both. In the wardrobe. Exactly. So <laughs> Big's in bed with... <laughs> why would she have to get into the wardrobe for a phone call? I don't know. <sighs> anyway, he's in bed on a Chong and he answers the phone and uh, Carrie is ringing him basically because she wants to... She needs more fodder for her column mm. and she can't. She doesn't have a fucking original idea in her head. And she says, why do people get married if they're not in love? She always masquerades like her questions. Like they're not actual questions about the column. They're just about like, do you like me? Yeah. Are you going to marry me? Did you love That's all it is. Ex? And he indulges her. He does. He does indulge her. I tell her to fuck off. And he doesn't know. And she says, why did you get married? And he said he was a fool in love. And then they have this stupid banter. And then I was a fool in divorce court, she says. And she says, no, you're just a fool. Exactly, says Big, which is why I'm never getting married again. <sighs> Carrie's not happy. She's devastated. Devastated. Suddenly, she said, I had to concentrate on breathing. <laughs> hmm. Oh, it's an automatic function, but okay. Um. God, she's in a bad way. She's in it when you have to concentrate on breathing because mm. the guy that you're shagging, who is, I was going to say a philanthropist, but no, I meant philanderer. But I stopped myself because I didn't <laughs> want the whole benevolent, benevolent oh. that went viral. Do you remember that went viral? The best day of my life. 
Yeah, they flew us to New York and I had to say it. In the Rockefeller Center. Where you were on Ellen? Yeah, I was on Ellen. It was always brilliant that day. Oh my God. And she was really nice to your face. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has their 15 minutes. Mine are up. Then once the cameras stopped yeah. rolling, she kicked, oh. you, kicked you in the arse. Um, so, yeah. She so. kicked me in the arse. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a kick. And it wasn't the arse. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho Listen, Portia won't be happy if she hears that I couldn't give a fuck Is she subscribing? Is well, Ellen subscribing? Hopefully Maybe they are Well if they are Great Brilliant So Carrie asks the million dollar question <laughs> which is are you in bed with someone? Yes I'm so, with Annabelle Chong Yeah and he obviously is and then he says no are you? And that's kind of the end of the call. But now she has but to But why is she asking are you in bed with someone? Well, what if he said out of nowhere But if he says yes that's it. Are we done? No, we're not. Because you'll go back to him like you did the last time when he was on a fucking date with someone who he obviously brought home to have sex with. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, "What? Well, yes, yeah, so it's not a big so deal. Why are you? why are you trying to control me? Yeah, why are you trying to control me? With your vagina? Yeah. Horrible bastard. So she has to have a crisis now over this. And of course, then she and the girls go out for dinner. And luckily for them, they have a subject to discuss, which is Carrie and Big. God forbid they just goes anything that wasn't related to Carrie. What's on the agenda for this evening? Carrie and Big. <laughs> are they out for dinner? Are they in a diner? They're in a diner, yeah. yeah They're really having a meal. I can't imagine a Samantha agreeing to go to this diner. Well, it's cricky. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll slum it and have a pizza. I hate when people slum it. Oh, yeah, I know, you do. Well, I don't hate when they slum it. I hate when I slum it. I hate when I have to be with people who slum it. I wouldn't ask you to slum it. Don't. Anyway, um, so they're talking about people who don't want to get married, or men who don't want to get married, and... None of them has died of shock, by the way, that Big is not If interested. Big turned around to Carrie and said, do you want to marry me, or are we, I, I see us getting married, Oh, that'd be another crisis as well. She'd be gone. Hmm. Or, like, no one wants to be with a guy who wants to get married hmm. until it's way later mm. and you're pregnant or he's loads of money. Shotgun wedding. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. No one, listen, men, women don't want to marry you. We only want to marry you because you've probably more money than us because we're living in a patriarchal society where you mm. get paid more or we're up the duff. Hmm. That's the only reason. But so don't get too big for your fucking boots. Big, if that is your real name. Yes. Uh, Big doesn't give a shit anyway, but yeah, Sam, Miranda and Charlotte uh, are varying, boring advice. That's kind of, who cares? Charlotte's obviously like, oh, it's terrible. Um, And Samantha gives good advice. I think she's like, look, no one wants to get married. Don't tell him you want to get married Mm. because if if he doesn't want to get married and you say neither do I, that freaks him out. And it Mm. does. It does. Mm. When they say, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want to be a couple, I don't want to be mm. official. And you go, no, neither do I. Mm. And then you disappear, you slink out. Mm. That's, that's when they come back. That was a terrible noise I just made. Um, it was the shock of your wisdom. But you're giving Were away... Were you shocked by wise? No, it was the realisation that, you know, when you hear something, you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right, Mary. Um, I mean, I'm right, Mary. You're right that I'm right. <laughs> anyway. But you are giving away all your secrets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily, certain people don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Henry Cavill. Can make all our... 
Nikolai's secret plans. Um, Yeah, and one thing that Samantha says to Carrie is, just be cool, which is like telling the scorpion not to to sting itself Mm. or others. Yeah. I don't know what that reference was or if I reacted right. In its nature to, to, to sting. Listen, Carrie's just it's pissed off to be not yeah, cool. It's just she's not cool. Um, and look, at the end of the day, I don't like this whole cool girl thing that was mm. coined in, you know, Gone Girl, like these girls who are just like, yeah, I'm cool, I'm breezy. Like, you're either breezy or not fucking breezy. If you're not mm. fucking breezy, fair enough. But like, get a grip. Carrie, you're with Mr. Big. He frequents prostitutes and <laughs> he is married to supermodels. So, yeah, you know, just that's they're, they're the facts. They are the facts. If Channing Tatum said he didn't want to marry me, I would get it. I'd understand. It's fine. Would you not be harsh? No, it is what it is. Hmm. It is what it is. Aim low, as Brooke found out. <laughs> and the lesson is, never try. Never try. Um. So they shite on about this topic for a while, and honestly, who cares? But it does bring them to the subject of Miranda's vibrator. So at the time, I think this would have been revolutionary. And it was. Yeah. It now really it's kind of like, oh, what else? But Miranda has discovered the vibrator known as the rabbit. Mm-hmm. Let and Mary tell you about this one. <laughs> Miranda said she thinks she's in love with her vibrator. And Charlotte is very disapproving as, as Charlotte can be. And she says, oh, no, you can't replace a man with a battery operated device uh, Miranda begs to differ and she says you haven't met the rabbit so this is the rabbit phenomenon that kicked off around about then and I think it was a change in society that this program made for the better exactly yeah now we're in 2021 and the rabbits are rampant mm-hmm. we're in and... 2022 oh shit yeah have to rewind now we're in 2022 yeah, yeah. and rabbits are rampant um, but at the time they weren't so kudos to you ladies well it's just it wasn't something that would have been talked about no. so openly and you know I think it's a good thing that it was exactly um, they have Charlotte as the kind of devil's advocate for romance or whatever and she's saying a vibrator doesn't send you flowers and call it anything. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. And you can't take a vibrator home to meet your and mother. And you can't take a man shit. home to meet your mother either. So, yeah. So, yeah. The rabbit sounds quite appealing. It does. Anyway, so Miss Samantha decides to go off on a date with a guy I think she met at the wedding because she's the only one who scored at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And the other three ladies go off to the sex shop to purchase the rabbit. Um, is this marketing? Is this like product placement? Or I don't know if it's a real actual brand. No, I think the rabbit was something. Yeah, yeah it was something. But sure, look. It's leading up to the fact that... Uh, Charlotte, of all people, is going to start an affair hmm. with her vibrator. Cut to Samantha, who's on a date with hmm. kind of a David Bowie. Yeah, the guy she picked up. He's the English, and he seems into her. And then they're at a bar, and he disappears. Yeah. Two cocktails later, he's still gone. So this guy, I can't remember his name, Jerry. Jerry. Jerry has seen somebody else he likes and has basically abandoned Samantha. He had said, when I see something, 
I'd get it. Something. I'll go after it. I'll go after it. Yeah. And so as he's w- saying it, you can see there's a, a pretty woman walking past and he looks at her. Not prettier than our Samantha. No. No. And then he likes it on Samantha. Prick. Or so. So she's left on her Todd. Mm. And, and who appears? Poor Bernie Turtle. Oh, he's so sweet. And he's like, Samantha, hi, Samantha, Sam, and Sam, I just keep, Sammy, Samantha. I keep smelling his bad breath. Why do they have to say that? Yeah. Uh, but she does join him. She's, at, she's at nothing table. else to do. Yeah. She's like, she's at that point, you know, when you've had a few oh, drinks and you yeah. just can't be arsed going home. Have to, you'll do. You just need a friendly face just mm-hmm. to talk to and buy you drinks. And, uh, oh, and he's, he says she looks great and the compliment after David Bowie Lagnash is very welcome. Absolutely. She does comment on his bad breath though. Well, at least she doesn't start smelling flowers and holding her nose. No, I prefer her yeah. her approach. She's like, honey, no offence. Because but. Carrie literally was saying you've got bad breath, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to yeah. mock you and mm. like pretend that I'm being violated. Mm. Samantha does say, look, honey, no offence, but your breath. And then he kind of goes, look, I get it because I'm taking these Chinese herbs for longer life. Mm. And Samantha says, well, with breath like that, you're going to live a very long life alone. And he says, <laughs> I killed the last woman who talked to me like that. And grins. Yeah. So that was a joke. But Samantha kind of likes it. And yeah. she's probably a little bit pissed. So she um, decides to take him under her wing. And she decides he's a fixer-upper. That she can That's give him a makeover. Very, uh, maternal of Samantha. Yeah, That's sweet. This fella has a few bob, which Samantha would like. Well, she's not a pauper. She's not a little match girl. But no. it's nice of her. I think mm. she was... Do you know what happened to Samantha? I think that her ego was battered because David Bowie did a leg. Oh, dare he? I can't believe it. I know. It happened, Mary. Get over it. Mm. I, won't, I don't think I will get over it. But, but you will. Okay. So anyway, we cut to... Where are we going now? Well... Carrie reflects on Samantha and the turtle getting together and then she's, she thinks to herself, well, then again, I'm dating a man who won't get married and Miranda is having a relationship with a vibrator. And here, Vanessa, we have a riddle of the Sphinx. Is this about Northern Ireland again? Sadly, no. Is it about uh, Syria? <laughs> it's more important either of those issues in a city of great expectations is it time to settle for what you can get yes probably and the answer is yes yes so Carrie goes and meets up with Brooke to interrogate her and farm her for material I forgot who Brooke was but it is Brooke from Gremlins to Newlywed Brooke who settled for boring as a brick guy and she is in a store uh, exchanging her wedding gifts. And this is where the interview is taking place with the professional journalist, Carrie Bradshaw. So she's pretending that she's meeting her as a friend, mm. but she's just basically... Um, I can't believe to... I just described her as a professional journalist. Sorry. I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know. <laughs> Dry January, my arse. Um, yeah, so she's basically pretending to be a friend mm-hmm. and then she's kind of, yeah, probing mm. and poking... And in an underhand way, pretend to have a real conversation. Yeah. You could be doing this now to me. I am, yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's a real casual conversation. <laughs> the microphone. So uh, the rabbit. <laughs> um, did you get your first rabbit? Anywho, um, so basically, is Brooke happy or not? Uh, she says a weight has been lifted. That's how she feels about being married. And Carrie wonders if that's a, a good thing. And she says, yeah, it is. Now, she makes a reference here, Brooke does, that I don't understand. Maybe you do. Uh, we think we all think we're Carolyn Bissette. One day, John John's out of the picture and we're happy just to have some guy who can throw around a Frisbee. So I didn't I didn't know what it meant. Shorthand. Is it not? Well, that's the one. It's not JFK. It's not his son. Um, maybe. No, we have to Google this. Alexa, who is Carolyn Bassett? According to Wikipedia, Carolyn Jean Bassett Kennedy was a publicist for Calvin Klein and the wife of John F. Kennedy Jr. <gasps> Told you. Bassett Kennedy's relationship with her husband and her fashion sense became the subjects of media scrutiny. Okay, Alexa, stop. Com- you are very clever. I okay. didn't even Google it. And you know what? This was before... The accident before they died, before they perished in the plane. Hmm. It's very bad taste. I have to cut this out. Yeah. So it's, anyway, she's saying they ended up together, Caroline and John. John F. Kennedy John F. Jr. Jr. And then they died in the plane crash. Oh. So we should have researched this really. Hmm. But I don't think anyone is um, going to be affected who's listening to this. If you're affected by any of the issues raised in this podcast, we are Please not subscribe to <laughs> Professional Therapists. Or Patreon. I have to learn the address. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash suddenly I realised. Patreon.com forward slash suddenly I realised. If you're affected. And that's realised with an S. Yes. Good British way. Brooke is saying, kind of, your stock goes down and... That means you have to kind I've of... I've lost all train of thought now. Brooke's Lex explaining that she's settled for boring as a brick guy. Yeah, but she's settled. Happy. She's had loads of money. Be mm. with him for two years, mm. a year and a half, and then you get half in the American way, don't you? <sighs> but I uh, would imagine so. But also maybe she'll grow to love him. Yeah, maybe she won't. Mm. But who can... Like, you've had worse years and halves. Or you've had worse two-year periods. Mm. Just be with him. He's probably out in business or he's away in Japan. Mm. Malaysia. Mm. Berlin. <laughs> is he a sex tourist? <laughs> and what you do is accumulate all the shit he gives you. Yeah. Okay. Do as many facials. Get your Botox. Get your boobs done. Um, get your boobs done. Get your ass done. Get rid of the cellulite. Mm-hmm. And if he comes back with... Annabelle fucking Chong and says it's over even if you don't get half you've done well you've done well Mm. you've slept on nice pillows Mm. nice Egyptian cotton sheets whatever you've had your facials you've had your Botox you've had your lips done you've had your boobs done you have all the bags that you can sell on eBay Mm. you've probably met other rich people that can put you up in their house in their spare rooms for a while to get your shit together. You'll probably meet another guy who's maybe as rich or it doesn't matter if he's less rich. <laughs> um, and that's how you live your life. You should do seminars. I really should. I should take my own advice is what I should do. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so so off yeah. they go. 
Yeah, she's delighted with herself. And she's obviously got your, your way of thinking as well in the bag because she's exchanging all her wedding gifts. So she's already thinking about assets. Note, I haven't done this. I've never been married. No, yet. <laughs> Carrie and Brooke head out to the street. And who turns up, coincidentally, only Samantha and the turtle? Like a little romantic couple, which is great. And she's been dressing She him. looks like a carer. Yeah. She's been dressing this him. poor little... Bewildered. Bewildered, undateable out. And he does a little twirl in his Aww. new clothes. Brooke said that Sam seems happy, and she does. Um, Samantha left with the turtle, says Carrie in voiceover. Brooke left with a better gift. And I left wondering if everyone in Manhattan was settling. Well, Mr. Big certainly is. <laughs> that was really bitchy. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm Poor sorry. Carrie. <laughs> Poor so Carrie. So I'm going to be on the gee bagometer, am I? No, not today. Just watch, okay. watch, your, oh, watch, your watch yourself, Kyo. All right. Anyway. I'll allow it, but tread carefully, Kyo. Okay. Um. So we go to yoga class. There's nothing worse than watching people in yoga class. Yeah. No, actually there is doing yoga class (laughs) honestly so Carrie and Charlotte are doing yoga class and every time I say yoga I feel I can't breathe they're doing yoga class yoga class yoga class doing yoga class and um, they're talking about the rabbit yeah and Charlotte's obviously into the rabbit and I think at the time this was kind of a very taboo subject mm-hmm. and we were all like, oh my God. I think female masturbation was probably a taboo subject at all. Yes, mm-hmm. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they're sticking the rabbit in their geese and uh, Charlotte's loving it. She has been quite the rabbit enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's worried that if she keeps using it, like it's too good basically and if she keeps using it, she thinks she won't be able to enjoy sex with the man again because the vibrator always makes her come. And sometimes the guy might not. And yes, well, this is kind of foreshadowing. No spoilers or anything, but uh, the doctor. Trey. Twin Peaks, yeah. Oh, from Twin Peaks, yeah. Well, Trey had serious... Uh, Let's not spoil it. Issues. Like he spoiled it for Charlotte. He did spoil it for Charlotte. Oh God, poor Charlotte. Then she met the gardener, so. Oh. <sighs> That's not a spoiler. That was more of a little fantasy thing. Yeah. Not my fantasy. Charlotte. Charlotte's. Let's be clear. So they're Anyway, sh- they're talking I, about... this is the main thing. Actually, Charlotte's a bit of a gee bag. And so is Carrie. Mm-hmm. Because they're supposed to be going to the ballet. And Charlotte can cancels the ballet because obviously she's going to be sticking the rabbit up her vagina and no wonder Stanford is paranoid Mm -hmm. Carrie invites Stanford so obviously Mm -hmm. you know we're watching and just like that and we're kind of you know in two minds about everything and you know what's real what's not is everything a lie and you know we're oscillating between hate and Carrie loving her wanting to strangle her wanting to kill her wanting to Stick a rabbit up her fanny. And I understand now why Stanford is the way he is. Poor Stanford. He's always. Oh, he's always, always number the bridesmaid. two. Always the bridesmaid. 
they're outside the theatre. Sloppy theater. seconds, John. Sloppy fucking seconds. They're outside the theatre. They've ha- they've been to the show and Carrie's prancing around. But he around. thinks, I know she didn't say Charlotte's cancelled. Nope. She's pretending that like, you're my first fucking choice. And he's like, oh great, I'm number one. And well, it's not. no. Uh, you only, uh, sorry, I invited Stanford to the ballet, she says in voiceover. I knew he was available. Fucking bitch. What the fucking bitch? Why did you know he was available? Because, uh, oh, he can't get dates. Yeah, apparently. exactly. He tells her he's swearing off the gay scene. And he has an anecdote. Sorry, he, what scene is he going on to? I don't know. Because the gay scene isn't out yet. Yeah. Well, he has an anecdote. He placed an ad recently because he wanted a date and it's a, 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 a quick shot of the ad it says he's a witty, a witty Ed Harris type stop I know and there was only one respondent and the guy turns up and says and takes to, one look at him and says no this isn't going to work that's the cruelest thing Stanford. that's ever happened to me and he says oh, he says to Carrie it's so brutal out there even guys like me don't want guys like me why don't you be with the turtle the turtle fancy Samantha. Mm, he's got he, Just stop taking the Chinese herbs, turtle. But I just don't see why this is the case, to be perfectly honest. Stanford is fucking fabulous. I just don't get it. Mary, people are superficial and they're fickle. Hmm. Okay, you they remember are. that. I will. You remember that out in this big bad world. I will. Okay? Okay. And stop. Okay? I wish you were like the... Lady in the help who tells the girl she is important. You is fine. You is brave. Okay. And you are, you are important. But listen, cop on. People are cruel. Oh, okay. Well, they were very cruel to Stanford. And he tells Carrie that he's had 15 years of rejection. Like, at that point, I'd be bawling my eyes out crying. I'd be like, oh my God, Stanford, Stanford, I'm so sorry. Um, Let's... Listen, we we're going to know sort this out. We're going to get hair plugs. Mm. Um, we're fuck Charlotte and a yoga. We're going to do yoga together. Get mm. skinny. Mm. We're going to be vegans. Stanford was quite skinny in that scene. No, he was, yeah. but like just do fucking something. He's yeah. like pouring his heart out to her, and she makes. Some I joke. think it's a confidence thing, anyway. But he You're starts right. to explain. She doesn't give a shite. You know what? She's oh. just fucking. She tickets the ballet, and she's like, "I don't want to go on my own." And I've spent He'll the money, and Stanford's available because he's not going to be on a fucking date. Yeah. Selfish bitch. I'm giving yeah. her fucking six marks for that. And Stanford then starts to explain that if he got married to a woman, there's a bit of a windfall in it for him because his granny gives everyone in the family their inheritance when they get married. And Carrie. Carrie's ears prick up. Mm. So Carrie says she doesn't know you're gay and Stanford said that his granny doesn't believe in gay. And of course, what does the subject then return to, Vanessa? Carrie. And who? Big. Mm-hmm. It's really? nothing to do with nothing. Carrie and Big. For one second, can you just talk about, oh my God, it must be so hard for you. Your granny doesn't know you're gay and... She doesn't believe in gay. Like, that's a huge mm-hmm. topic. And your cousins and your siblings are 
you know, going to get this. Do they know or who knows? Or have you got a support network? Have you come out? Mm. No. Mm. She says, really, that's funny. Big doesn't believe in marriage. Fuck off, Carrie. I'm swearing about this episode. You are. You're worse than me. I think it's a new year. I think you're becoming me. It's like Freaky Friday. (laughs) Weird Wednesday. Uh, Maybe you should propose to me and we'll all live happily ever after. So, the little gold digger suggests plants a little seed in Stan's mind. How come none of my gay friends propose to me? Because they don't have grandmothers who have a condition to give you a load of money if they get married to a woman. That's why. So they do chat about this notion of them getting married, which actually isn't a bad idea to access the... The way he talks about it, it's actually really appealing. Because he's like, who else would keep you in expensive shoes and encourage you to cheat? It'd be great. They'd have a lovely life. So gay friends, because I know you're the only men who are listening to this. Mm Mm-hmm. Do what you no, can. My brother listens. Yeah, your brother listens. Anyway, just does be nice your to brother me. Listen. No, no, no. Pretends. <laughs> does Pretends. he? Does he go? Oh, your episode. Oh yeah, is that was really very good. interesting. The fifth episode was very, very controversial, <laughs> but I liked your comeback. Um, no. Keep but, it vague. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So any gay friends out there? Hello. Yeah. So okay. anyway, now that Carrie has used Stanford, because uh, she didn't want to waste the fucking ticket, she's now riding Mr. Big. We don't see it because SJP is a contract. Yeah. And under the sheets. But she tells Big that somebody has proposed to her. You know, she's so pathetic. Even her attempts at, like, you know, mm. making him jealous. But, you know, don't worry, it's only a gay man. Like, mm. I, I'd appreciate it more. I'd respect her more if she said, like... Oh, she did that before. Remember the time, was it last episode? When she said someone was with her. I was uh, Louis Theroux's cousin. Yeah, uh, Jennifer Aniston's ex. yeah. So anyway, she's basically saying, oh, I've been proposed to. But then she says, it's Stanford. And uh, Big says, oh, I thought he was gay. And she says, yes. And that she'll have Big for sex. And it's like, okay then. And Big's uh, like, fucking happy days. Happy days. That'll do nicely. He's just like, okay. He's kind of teasing her about it. And calls, calls her Mrs. Blatch. The more he mocked me, says Carrie, the more convinced I became that this idea was genius. The dollar bill signs in your eyes is what's making you think that it's genius, Carrie. I'd be the same. Hmm. Well, I'm take it's not two a bad marks idea. off. No, she's only human. Yeah. Mary Stanford. I think that they should have done that, but anyway, they didn't. Spoiler. Um, so then off they go to. We cut to Carrie's apartment and she's about to go out to meet Charlotte, who rings, of course, to cancel because she is in bed with the rabbit. And. Carrie and Miranda decide to intervene. They stage an intervention. How dare Fuck they? Oh, she's happy. Leave her alone. Yeah. Where are they going? Sorry, I missed this. Where are they going? They were. I forget where, but the three of them were going somewhere. It wasn't anything of just any. Just in another. Yeah, significance. they had each other. Fine. Yeah. It wasn't like it was even just Carrie. It was Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte. I'm sure they wanted to stay in bed and. Write the fanny off herself. Do you know where they were going, Mary? Because I've just checked my notes. Oh. A gallery opening. Ah, for God's sake. Fuck off. I would definitely Piss choose off. Charlotte's activity. And what harm was she doing? Uh, but she does say during the intervention, 
I'd just rather stay home with the rabbit than go out with men. And, the, and she realises that she, you know, she should go out in the world. Maybe she yeah. just wants to stay home with the rabbit yeah. and as opposed to going out with Carrie. To a gallery her. opening. Although she does like art. Yeah, but she just, that's her day job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why do you want to, like, fucking shit on your own doorstep? If... Piss in your own gallery? I was supposed to go somewhere with you and I said, I'm staying at home and I'm going to flick the bean. What would you do? Would you come and drag me out of bed? Absolutely <laughs> not. I'd be like, thank God that bitch isn't here. <laughs> to wreck the buzz. Yeah. And she won't share the popcorn. No. No, honestly, I wouldn't. I'd just be like, fine, fair enough. But the thing is, there's two of them. That's the thing. It was like, carry on her own. I'd be like... Well, she's never going to an art gallery exhibition. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It doesn't really matter. And it, but yeah, but there were two of them. It wasn't like anybody was left then at, lo- at a loose end. But anyway, we've done that today. Well, fucking Charlotte was, in fairness, when they interrupted. But yeah, she was quite obviously busy. Carrie, yeah, but she didn't. What I'm saying is, did she finish or not? Um, we don't know. Well, by the time Carrie went and got Miranda and they went to Charlotte's apartment, let's... We don't know. Assume. We don't, can't assume anything in this no, show. Can't assume anything. But that's the end of that anyway. And Charlotte is cured and no longer addicted to her vibrator. Samantha then is on a date with Bernie. And he's whittering on about the Are mushrooms. Are you calling him Bernie now? Yeah, we're best. It's like Elton John, Rocketman. <laughs> Bernie. Bernie. Um, turtle. Uh, the turtle is whittering on about the mushrooms in his dinner. So... It's boring. It's he's boring. Not he's not scintillating. Yeah, he's, no. And she realises that at the end of the day, you can't put lipstick on a pig. No. But quite can't. rudely. She, well, at least she excuses herself and doesn't disappear, but she does leg it. She says she's not feeling well and she has to head off and he starts chatting somebody else up and this, the cycle will begin again. Another woman will try to dress him. And Do you know what? I'm not worried about Turtle. He'll find yeah. someone. Yeah, he will. He's going to get older. And then women who turned them down mm. and they'll be single and then they realise that men their age, so they're going to be in like their, like they're going to be in their 40s and men their mm. age are going to fancy women in their 20s and the turtle's going to be like 58 and they probably won't even be able to get a turtle. No. So the turtle will be the pinnacle. Top dog. Yeah. Mm. And... He'll have his fucking... He can choose. He can pick and choose mm. who he wants. Mm. So I'm just saying. And just like that. And he'll always have it on his resume that he dated Samantha Jones. Exactly. I'm telling you. Indeed. I think they should bring the turtle back. Yeah. I Maybe think they, they will. Maybe they will. But Samantha's had enough of him for now anyway. Um, and we cut to Stanford's granny's gaff. Isn't Stanford's granny a prototype bunny? Yes. Trey's mother. Trey's mom. She's nicer though. She is nicer. She's nicer. And I do like her. I Um, like her too. She's wearing a Chanel suit and she is fabulous. And he's adorable. He's very sweet with his granny. Um... He says, doesn't she look exactly like Deborah Kerr in an affair to remember? Image, image. Well, he was looking at photos in fairness. Oh, yeah, because uh, Carrie was admiring the, the, gal- the family gallery. She looks a bit like Norman Bates' mom. Yeah. In the chair. But anyway, back in the day, she looked like Deborah Kerr. That's right. Do you hear me with my notes? Rattle away. Um, 
So, and she, Carrie's looking at all the pictures and there's little Stanford there. And, and it is Stanford. Yeah. Oh, it's so bittersweet. It's, I know, it's sad. Can't talk. Um, Granny then asks Carrie if she wants a family. And Carrie surprises herself and says she does. But Carrie doesn't. She doesn't. She actually doesn't. No. She want, do you know what she wants? She wants a man who wants to marry her. Mm. She doesn't even want to marry him. If Big wanted to marry her, mm. she'd be like... Job done. I've succeeded in life. She doesn't want kids. She mm. doesn't really, really want to be married. She mm. just wants someone to marry her. That's all. Yeah. That's all we all, anyone wants, really. <laughs> At the end of the day. <laughs> Granny sends Stanford off on some errand to get matches or something. And she says, I love my Stanford. He's a very sweet boy. But you know, he is a fruit. Uh, wouldn't be allowed to no. bring Granny back to Anne just like that. She'd be cancelled. Uh, Granny's very old. I She's like fine. it's funny. No, I don't give a shit. No, I don't, I don't shit give a either. shit. She, she is a fruit. <laughs> I just like how she says them. But uh, she She's basically saying you're not going to have children with him. And uh, she uh, Carrie says she realised that the only inheritance Stanford was going to get from his grandmother was her collection of Chanel suits. Now, I don't think that's the deal. I think they would get the inheritance when they get married, but also ultimately when she dies. Yeah. Which, you know, wouldn't be terribly long. She's quite an old lady. Anyway, like, commiserations to that actress's family if she is dead. Sorry. Could you sell all those suits? Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. that's all right. Like, that's a deposit. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And there'd be other bits and bobs, I'd say, you get. Absolutely. But also, probably, cash money. Like, the idea of giving it to people when they get married is to start them out on their married life. But he'll still get the inheritance. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Chanel suits, I don't know. Yeah. It might be a deposit. Jesus. Yeah. She had a blue eggshell. I'm going to go back through my notes. Blue eggshell. <laughs> Please, God, we wrote it down. <laughs> Blue, black, pink, and eggshell. Four <gasps> Chanel suits. Oh, Hang on a second. I'm going to... Chanel suit price. We should pretend that we know. Um, How much does Chanel Co's cost? Where They won't let me look. They've blocked me. Huh? They must know. Chanel have blocked you. Chanel has blocked me. What have You're... I done? What? I mean, I don't know. Are they 20 grand? Maybe. Are they five grand? Could be. Chanel I'd imagine it'd be suits. something that you might sell at I auction. think they're three grand. Yeah. Most probably four. That's 12 grand. It's not a deposit. No, hang on. This I'm looking at this one. Chanel pre-owned eight grand Ooh, euro. Wee. By four. Yeah, it is a deposit on the house. Mm. It is. Okay. So Granny does believe in gay. And isn't going to give her dough to Stanny yet. Uh, we cut to Big's kitchen, where Carrie. Oh, he's making food, he's isn't cooking, he? And he's like, yeah. he's trying to be the perfect man. Uh, Gordon Ramsay is cooking, and Carrie decides she's going to tell him how she feels, which makes a refreshing change, but it doesn't last for long. But why does everything spring out of nowhere? Like yeah. when I'm chilling, I hate when someone like asks me questions about bullshit. Why have I known them for a year? Like, yeah. Uh, so she says she does want to get married someday. Um, not immediately, but someday. And she can't date someone who won't 
get married. And then Mr. Big does what he always does. Address the question. He doesn't bat an eyelid. Mm. He's just like, you know what he does? He starts talking shite. Mm -hmm. So he basically does his analogies or his euphemisms about he he compares food to something about marriage, but I can't grasp it. He's like, he avoids the question. And he goes, definitely too much salt. I mean, it's all in the timing. You got to brown the garlic before you put the onions. Know what I mean? So that's him kind of pretending. Maybe we just have to try. Like, maybe you have to teabag me. And then I'll see. Like, nothing makes sense. But I think he's satisfying her mm-hmm. by talking. Around the the question. Uh, he says, this is the nail in the coffin, really. In my opinion, he says, I thought we were having fun. Now, if I was trying to have a conversation with my significant other or beau, or guy I was seeing, but what are we? Or where's this relationship going? And the guy said, we're having fun. That would be my answer. Tip, don't ask the guy. The guy has to ask you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, my granny said that and it's true. Don't ask a guy, um, what are we? Don't bother. Mm. Don't give him the power. Don't. I'm sorry. I know it's not um, PC. I know it's not woke. Just don't. Mm. It's bitter. It says carrying voiceover. Is it in voiceover? It's bitter. Yes, it is. But it definitely has possibilities. No, it doesn't. So she's saying it's a, she's talking about the food, but she's talking about big. It doesn't have possibilities. Well, it does have possibilities if you chase them for fucking 20 fucking two years. Yeah. So well, or does it? Mm. Peloton. Um. <laughs> Her Zen teacher, she says, said that the only way to true happiness is to live in the moment and not worry about the future. Of course, he died penniless and single. And I feel that I identify with the Zen teacher. <laughs> Except I don't have the Zen. Uh, does she have a Zen teacher? Anyway, obviously she does. Yoga one. Oh, yeah, yeah. We never saw the teacher, but... I don't actually think she does have a Zen teacher. I think she just says things. <laughs> Did you realise anything? I realised that you are more like Carrie Bradshaw than you think. That's the nastiest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Why are you so bitchy in 2022? It's the Get off dry January. Hmm. Dry Fanuary. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, we're so in sync. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to look through my notes. I don't know what I've suddenly realised, except for being the Zen teacher. Well, that's what you realised. Okay. What? Do, so, do you actually realise I'm more like Carrie? Yeah, but I can't remember why. That, and I made a note of it earlier in the episode because you identified with her for some reason. Was I mean? Like I was Carrie mean. Than you were. Mm. I All I need to know is the spirit of it. Hang on, press pause, I'll find it. Okay. We still don't know, uh, but I know in my heart and soul that you identified with Carrie earlier in the episode. Listeners, there'd be a prize for anyone who comes forward with the answer. What's the prize? A voice memo. Yeah, a voice memo, if you can remember. Or <laughs> if you want to stick up for me and defend me then I'll leave you a voice message. And if you want to defend Mary, she'll leave you a voice message. Okay. Um, Gee, bag amateur. Carrie yeah. scores. 
She kind of made me cringe when she was dancing at the ballet. <laughs> Yeah, she but was the, prancing around yeah. for no reason. But that's not that's reasonable. That's not gay bag No, it's not. So no. I'm going to be fair. Um, who can put in the gay bagometer? Me? For saying that I should be? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give you a 0.127. <laughs> what about the guy who rejected Stanford? Oh, he's a fucking prick. Mm-hmm. Are but we not putting Carrie on the gear back on her yeah, at all? Yeah, just put her on. No, we no, are. because we, we, we have to. Because we well, together. She, okay, let me think. So. So, sorry. Yeah, she did invite, she invited Charlotte, who was um, sticking the rabbit up her vagina. And then she invited Stanford as a sloppy second. Sloppy and I, we don't know if he, if she told him, look, you're my sloppy second. Um, but I reckon she didn't. She put it in her column, or if we're to believe that the yeah. voiceover is the column, yeah. And it's one more, she did the intervention. When oh my god, Charlotte okay, was she's just... getting okay. Now, Miranda helped, yeah. So, I'm going to divide that by two. So, a compass that's a 5.6 okay. on a gee bag. Amateur, what else did she do? Hmm, she's been a bit of a tool throughout, to be honest. But <sighs> she's a tool, but. Okay. Oh, she pretended to be friends with Brooke, but was actually interviewing her. She does that all the time. In the department store. Well, yeah, I mean, that's her general. She's got a baseline gee bag level. Okay, I'm going to give her a 3.124. Okay. Done. And that's, that's yeah, that's verified by the gee bagometer. So next week. Week. Um, week next year. <laughs> um... We are going to look at episode 10, which I actually didn't research this at all, but I just remember it's the one where I'm going to have a mental breakdown. Which one is it? The baby shower. Uh, BYOB. Is that the one? I'm going to lose the baby. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll lose the plot. You won't. So, yeah. So tune in in 2023 to witness. The breakdown of a woman called Vanessa Kiel. Yeah. This is the most outrageous episode of all time. Yay. Get your value. What's it called? I just called the baby shower. The baby shower one. Grant. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a million. Thanks for subscribing. Happy NY. Thank you for listening. You can contact us on suddenlyirealized at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Please subscribe to Suddenly I Realised on Patreon.com. Cover art is by the very talented Patrick Kinsler, whose work you can find on CraftyPads.com.